0: Good morning November 2nd 2023 we're in November the nitty-gritty of football season but before that we tied up the World Series last night the Rangers came through I had a uh I looked this morning I saw uh I saw my money came in uh it's always nice when you cash those futures it's a little bit like Christmas um how'd you do how'd you do in the World Series or Hanukkah coach I mean if if
1: you have multiple futures maybe you get one each day um well, you know those of you who paid attention know know how I did. I did pretty well, um, so you know it was it was nice that uh, I actually would have done a little better if Arizona won. But I started betting Texas each game, uh, especially into Arizona, and, and I ended up um, you know kind of coming out coming out uh, with a little extra money compared to what I would have gotten otherwise. So so it was good, good, good overall. So where
0: do we go from here? What's the reset?
1: Well, so. Now, there's always a big question, right? When do you determine your unit amounts? The first thing is, is that you should have a consistent unit amount for a period of time. Um, Ideally, you do it through a season. However, at the same time, the seasons overlap. So sometimes it's a little tough. What I like to do, is I like to at the end of a season when my futures finalize, I can see where I'm at and make a decision. So what I will personally do, is I will now reset all my units based on my current bankroll. Um, so, so every one of you will have a different bankroll throughout the year. If you don't have future bets, then you just keep rolling with what you've what you've done. Right. Um, this is also an opportunity to pay yourself. Uh, this is you do a lot of hard work throughout the year. It's nice to um, to to take a little out for you. If, if there's something that you want to do, if you just want to keep the bank uh, the uh, unit sizes exactly how they have been then your bankroll should be up a little bit and you're kind of paying yourself for the hard work for baseball. We got basketball, we got hockey, we got football, we got a lot of things rolling. So um, you make one of those two decisions for me for this year. uh, I'm not taking any money out, which means that I have a bankroll that's that's a decent amount higher than my unit amounts should be. So at the minimum, I'm going to reset my football units now um, I know that that could throw out my percentages for the year, but I'm gonna act like today is day zero. you know I'm not I'm not worried about going season to season and, and worrying about ups and downs. So what I will do is I will go ahead and look at my total bankroll and I will figure out what are some unit amounts that I'm comfortable with in the different sports. And by the way, I don't uh, football's my heaviest unit amount. it's my biggest unit amount. I do not play the same amount on basketball. Football and, and here's the reason why. For I'm talking NFL football. There's just fewer NFL games. Um, so you know, with hockey rolling in and out every night, basketball soon, college basketball, even college football. There's so many games that you, you can't theoretically um, maintain the same unit amount if I if I did the same in the NFL. So what I will do is I'll reset the NFL, reset my college a little bit. Um, and then I'll look at my unit amounts in NBA and, and NHL, knowing that I probably won't reset again until after the Super Bowl, maybe. So I, I do that. And now I'm starting to refocus my futures onto football. So I create a spreadsheet. Um, I That way I know what I have because I forget, you know, there's there's. Things we were talking over the summer, like the Jacksonville Jaguars, if you recall, you and I both were kind of pushing on them pretty heavy. Um, so we got some futures there. And then I've, I've been betting futures along the way. Um, so I have to organize my, my, my data. And so now it's time to discard the, the spreadsheet from baseball that's done um, and reset my spreadsheets. So over the next week or so, that's where my focus will be. Um, it's not an overnight thing necessarily, but, you know, I will figure out what's my total balances, what am I comfortable with my unit amounts, and I'm going to start organizing um, my futures and start to say, hey, where where am I short on my futures? You know, maybe some people say, you know what, maybe now is the time to buy on Cincinnati. Um, you know, they, they started to look pretty good. Maybe it's a time to buy on San Francisco. Everyone's starting to jump off the train. I don't know. So I'll look what I have on those teams. And then I'll go from there. And then I'll also do the same for college football. We're starting to get down to the nitty gritty for the national championship. You're starting to get a feel for which teams other than maybe the Pac-12 um, are probably going to be in the conference tournaments. And then you could kind of anticipate which of those teams have a chance to be in the uh, the, the finals, um, the final four and, and, and kind of make sure that your futures re- you know, reflect that so coach that's that's where my attention will be I don't know um how much of that you naturally do or you you like to do but I, I'd be interested in hearing what your next step is as well I gotta
0: get my futures in in uh in order I was focusing on baseball uh, futures and now that it's over but uh the football I got a ton of them you mentioned the Bengals, and I just realized that's probably the one team I don't have a future on and uh they're, they're definitely a buy right now, but I got to get that stuff organized and focus on the football coming down to an end. I think the last half of the season of NFL football is really the, <clears throat> the data's there. Uh, you got a nice body of work and now it's time to, to cash in where, you know, uh, each week you're, 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 you're we have a good week, a down week. Uh, I think now things will start to even out and the numbers start to st- stay a little more true, uh, in that sense in the NFL and, and, uh, in college football you got the pretenders and the uh and the real contenders uh starting to the creams coming to the top here so i gotta organize like you i gotta organize mine um and and i always up my uh up my uh annie in the second half of n f l season anyways because i feel like that i get a better feel for uh the games and like i said we have a better database uh moving forward so that brings us into tonight, and I I, have, I assume we're rolling with the under tonight, right? Thirty seven is a low number, but uh, both of these uh, teams are having a real hard time scoring. I think we got to go with the uh, the the what is what do we what do we call that the Dildorf? Stildorf no, Dild- yes.
1: what? Oh, Coach, Stildorf Coach, you can't say that you can't say that on the <laughs> on the radio. That that first word you said, um, uh, yeah, the the, the the Craig Stildorf. Um, we we've been playing that every week the first half under hit more than we have. And um, so that's, that's probably going to be an automatic again tonight. Um, you know, right and now, another go ahead coach. We're yeah. Just right
0: on. now I'm telling you that I'm looking at the numbers right now. I'm, I'm leaning towards Pittsburgh tonight for a few different reasons, a couple angles. Number one, they're at home. I, I, I think Tomlin is, is pretty, pretty good coach. And I think that at home on a Thursday night, prime time, uh, he's going to have his guys ready. The numbers are going towards right now. You got 63% of the handle on the Tennessee Titans and 37% on the, uh, Steelers for tonight. And uh, and in total, 37 is about even money on both sides. So those are good. As far as our bets are concerned, I, I think those are good investments right now as far as the numbers show. And then you add in the other angles of, uh, you know, coaching and, and uh, the Steelers do have Trubisky playing. That's a big uh, – that's a big negative on the, on the, on the side of the Steelers, but uh, he is starting, right? I think Pickett's out. Yeah. I don't, I did.
1: I have not seen the updated reports on that coach, so I can't really tell you, mm-hmm. but, but I think, I, I
0: think, I think Tr- Trubisky and we've seen enough of this. He came in last week and threw a pick right away uh, in, in the game. So uh, if Trubisky, you know what you get with him, right? Yeah. You just, I, I mean, you're, if you're from Chicago, nothing's
1: changed. Um, He's, he's a guy that you can throw out there and hopefully not mess up the game, but he's not going to win you games. Um, so, you know, do buyer buy beware when you're, when you're betting on teams with him, because he will make some of the worst decisions that you're just scratching your head saying, how could you do this? The game, you got the game won, your defense is playing great and you turn over the ball and you're inside your own red zone. Why? You know, so. So um, some of that goes on a play caller, though. You know, you, your play caller's got to be man enough to know when your your quarterback is not a guy you want to trust to take chances. So we'll see how that plays out tonight. But I, I agree with you. If, if you were having to take a side, I think it's smarter to take Pittsburgh at home, especially after Tennessee overperformed uh, last week. Tennessee was my teaser team of the week. Um, turns out we didn't need those six points after all. So I did roll my streak and one again. So I'm going to be having another game this week. Uh, this, this game does not necessarily fit the teaser model at the line of three. We'll see what happens right before game time, but you know, the, I typically like home teams. I do like the 37 for a teaser, but the three points, and especially with the home favorite, it's just not as good of a, a situation. If you want the dog, you might as well play, take the plus three is what I'm saying. Um, it, but I don't really like the dog in this situation, so it doesn't make too much sense to play it. Um, so, I, again, Coach, along with you, if I were to play this game, it's probably got to be Pittsburgh. But I just don't trust uh, – I think they'll find a way to win, but do I trust them to score points? Heck no. And uh, I, I, it's just a matter of what their defense does against this, this quarterback.
0: Yeah, uh, Trubisky starting is, for me, causes me to pump the brakes a little bit. But uh, the under has been good to us um, throughout the season. So we'll keep rolling with the Thursday unders. And uh, these two teams, I can't see. I I know that uh, the kid from Kentucky came out and had a great game. uh, What did he throw? Four touchdowns or something like that for Tennessee. I don't see him. I agree with you. I don't see him duplicating that. This is going to be a low-scoring game. And it's going to be a tight game. And it's probably going to be a boring game, let's face it. It's not going and, to be a very entertaining game. Just for anyone that looked at a box score or just saw highlights,
1: his touchdowns were like heave hose to um, Hopkins. <laughs> All right. So they were like, I don't know what um, – I forget who the Tennessee was playing, but I don't know what they were thinking. Was it Atlanta? But, hey, I know what we'll do we'll leave Hopkins open deep and see if the rookie quarterback can throw a a deep ball from the run underneath. So at least two of those touchdowns were just kind of throw the ball up and let him run underneath. So it wasn't like he was methodically moving the team up the field. His, his touchdowns were long touchdowns. Um, So that's a little easy to easier to take away from a quarterback, you know, make him throw the underneath passes and, uh, and put a little pressure play a little bit more of an umbrella shell over the top and, and enforce and him again to, to kind of throw in, in elements in, you know, a hostile environment, make him make throw after throw after throw. I have a feeling that's more of what Pittsburgh's going to do tonight. There won't be any 60 yard touchdown passes to Hopkins. If, if there are, then Pittsburgh's D coordinator needs to be looked at.
0: <laughs> and you're right. They did play Atlanta last week in Atlanta. I'm looking up the stats right now. I think other than and I gotta believe that Tomlin has talked to his defensive staff outside of uh, Hopkins. I'm not sure they had uh, much offense. Hopkins had four catches for 128 yards. He had three of those, like you said, he had three of those touchdowns. I gotta believe that uh, that the Steelers are going to. Uh, to to take him away or take him out of the game, uh, Derrick Henry last week had 22 carries for 101 yards. You know you're going to see Steelers aren't great against the run this year, so if they're smart Tennessee, they'll pound a run and try to develop that first, and then and then get to the pass. But Levi Levi's Levi's I think is the the guy Levies uh, from from Kentucky. Will he was 19 for 29. Uh, you know, 65 percent completion rate. And uh, he, he got sacked twice, but he did have those four touchdowns. Like you said, three of them went to Hopkins. I got to believe the Steelers are going to take Hopkins out or at least be aware of where he is in the, in the formation to, to, to be able so, to defend that.
1: So here is the – Coach, just to uh, give you some numbers and listeners. So one of the touchdowns was a 47-yard pass. One was a 61-yard pass um, last last week. So, you know, he did have a 16-yarder as well. Um, where they had a short field and I, I want to say it might even have been on, on third and long that they decided not to cover them, but, uh, but two 61 yards and 47 yards. That's what I'm talking about. Um, you know, the, these, these were not methodical drives. They were four plays, dr- four play drive, 61 yards, one of them, 47 yards, three plays, 75 yards, one of them, 61 yard. So, so these were not long drives, uh, scoring drives for Tennessee, um, so you're uh, you're
0: not you're not getting a guy that is necessarily proven at this point. And you look at you look at the Tennessee team. I think they're going the opposite direction. I think the Steelers are still a, a contender for for not only their division but also uh, playoffs. You look at Tennessee. I think they're going to move away from Tannehill with his injury. I think eventually. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna let they they're gonna be in a rebuild pretty soon here, and if they lose a couple games, I think that'll be a full goal. But uh, I gotta believe having film on will uh, the Steelers are gonna have a good defensive plan. They're gonna take Hopkins out, and uh, those those throws won't be there. So if you're gonna play a side tonight, uh, we've given you every reason why you should bet the Steelers tonight and the under. So except for, have
1: except except for the Steeler quarterback.
0: Right, except for the Steeler quarterback, Mitch Trubisky. And let's hope Mitch has one good game left in him, or at least he can manage a game uh, well enough that they can win by more than three. Yeah. yeah, and just don't turn over the ball in your own red zone. Well, we woke up winners today. And like always, uh, let's get out there and win the day. Yeah, well,
1: what's, what's today? Thursday. Last week we had a nice Friday-Saturday winners. I got a little cocky, Coach. Um, I'm not going to apologize for that because sometimes I think – uh winners got to see my personality. And that's, that's why I'm on the show. So, you know, when I feel strong on something, you're going to hear it. And, uh, and I don't mind putting my uh, my rear end out on the link. But 5-0, 5-1 on, on Saturday and, and, and easily won the teaser bet on Sunday. So um, I'm going to be shooting for something similar. But I won't force it, too. If I don't have something, you're not going to hear me tout something just to say I have it. So um, we're going to win the day today. We're going to win the weekend again. And we're going to keep padding that bankroll.
0: And I feel good about the card on Saturday. Uh, I think Saturday's show is going to be good. I think I got a little hockey. I, li- I like the Blackhawks coming home after having about five days off uh, playing the Panthers, who are just average this year. I know they were in the Stanley Cup uh, last year, but I got some insight into that. And uh, I also got a little Bama talk for Saturday. So I'll give you a little sneak preview. Let's uh, let's roll on. Let's roll this weekend. Good weekend for games. All right, let's do it. All right. Win the day. Win the day.